Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 136. I'm going to call this Keeping Your Words with No Extras. Keeping Your Words with No Extras. This is from Matthew chapter 5. We're in the Sermon on the Mount. We've done the Beatitudes, and then we go into this section where Jesus is clarifying a bunch of topics, topics, and he introduces each one, and he says, you've heard it said about this, anger, lust, divorce. He's going to talk about retaliation and about who to love here in, a, in the next couple of days. But then he says, but I say to you, and then he clarifies what the Old Testament has said about these things. And today, we're going to hear, you've heard it said something about oaths, and I'm going to say something to you about oaths, about keeping our word. So here it is. This is from Matthew chapter 5, verse 33. Listen to what this says about what should come out of our mouths and what we have to reinforce it with, which the answer to that is nothing. So pay attention. This is 533, Matthew 533. Again, you have heard it said to those of old, you shall not swear falsely but shall perform to the Lord what you have sworn. But I say to you, do not take an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by earth, for it's his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it's the city of the great king. Do not take an oath by your head, for you can't make one hair white or black. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. So the Lord is asking us to look at the words that come out of our mouths. And this has been going on for a long time. People have been talking for a long time. People have been making promises for a long time. And the Old Testament has something to say about this. And that is, if you make a promise to the Lord, then do what you promise to the Lord. Uh, Leviticus 19.12 says, don't attach my name to false promises, I don't want my name to be dragged through the mud. I don't want my name to be profaned. So keep the Lord's name out of this. And Numbers reinforces kind of what the principle that Jesus is saying here and reinforcing today. And that is, when we say something, don't break your word. If you promise something, do it. Um, But apparently, oaths got attached to things that you really, really, really wanted to promise. So it seems to be that this passage is saying that there is no attachment of anything that is required for the people of God. Think about this. uh, A picture is there's a saying, so like put the saying something, put that on, uh, on your left hand, stick your hands out, and then the right hand is the doing. And the Lord is saying, put your saying and doing, put those hands together so that there's no gap between saying and doing. And what the people seem to have been doing incorrectly is saying, well, there's a weakness between what I say and and what I do, an inconsistency. So let me add an oath and a vow in between there and let me swear on something, Jerusalem or the earth or the heaven, or I swear on my head, we would say, oh, I swear on the grave of my mother. That is, I mean, think about this, is that I'm kind of going to lie to you a little bit, but then I'm going to invoke the name of my mother or something holy, or I swear on the Bible, let's say, that that's going to make what I say seem better to you, seem more honest to you, seem more uh, forthright. 
So it's using something else, more holy, if you will, more sacred, the grave of your mother or the Bible or something, uh, using something more sacred to give credence to the promises that you should be making just based on the truth of your word and the truth of your character. So don't have a separation between your right hand and left hand, between your saying and your doing, and try to stick in something. Certainly don't stick in the name of Jesus. Don't profane my name uh, or God. But even don't profane something that's you know not that holy, a book or a or the grave of someone that you that you like. So you don't you need to use anything else to give credence to the to the weak words. In fact, the 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 point is. Don't let your words be weak. Let your words be true. Let the let your words stand by themselves and need no propping else, uh, uh, propping up by saying, "Well, I'm swearing by Jerusalem or you know some star constellation or something." Let your words be true. Um, so you even have this option if you ever give uh, court testimony. Uh, you know, do you, do you have to put your hand on the Bible? No, you don't. And do you have to swear on anything or give an oath? No, you can just say you can affirm rather than give an oath. So all you need to say is, yes, my words will be true. So the appeal to, hey, what you're really saying if you want to do this wrong is say, my words are usually not really very truthful much. So if I attach something to them, I'm going to make them you know, more true. And the Jesus is saying, be doers of what, what we say. When we say yes, follow up with faithful yes action. When we say no, follow up with faithful no action. Uh, let our yeses be yeses. Let our words be true. Let our promises be kept. Let, let us be a people and a person of faithful words. Why? Well, I think it reflects the character of God. Um, and be sincere. That is, that the, there's nothing necessary between your words and their action. Be a truth. I think the Lord wants us to be a truthful people, a sincere people, without guile, without deceit. Um, and I think we should be the most trustworthy people in our cities and on the planet. Let our words be our bond and keep our words with no necessity for any extra. We don't have to uh, attach anything to our words in their vows or our vows. Let the scripture says 537, let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. Okay, let our words be true today. A good a good lesson from the Lord. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow.